We're going to be dropped into France dressed as civilians. Once we're behind enemy lines as a bushwhacking grill army, we're going to do one thing and one thing only. It's called manslaughter, and I think all that lethal weapon horse is just an excuse so you dancers don't have to get in a real fight. You know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese in Paris? They don't call it a quarter pounder? They have the metric system. They have no idea what a quarter pounder is. What do they call it? A royale with cheese. Welcome to the Mirko Movie Guys. I'm Clint Chavern. It's my buddy Chad Weeks. We're a couple guys who like movies and like to talk about movies. Clint, who's this? Uh, who's the big ginger we got here with us today? I'm Matt Zerman, a self-proclaimed uh, Tarantino fan, here to talk about Tarantino films with a couple of friends. Well, with that, grab your popcorn, fill up your drinks, and enjoy, enjoy the, the show. show. Welcome back, film fans. So we are going to be talking about all things Quentin Tarantino tonight. And I just got to say, Matt, thanks for stopping by and joining us here. Well, no, thank you, Clint. It's been a long time coming. You know, we've uh, spent a lot of time talking about films between each between each other, and uh, it's only a matter of time before I got down here to, to film. With yeah, this is, this is like a foundation of our friendships. We talk about movies literally all the time, so you might as well, you know, get in here and join us for one of these. Make it a Put the camera on us for one. Absolutely. Well, well the funny thing is, is we were going to do this, what, like a uh, few weeks ago, and we ended up just staying up in my office discussing movies for like four hours, yeah, and we roughly. never turned a, a camera on. Yeah, so. that's exactly. Which, again, that would have been like the best best conversation we could ever had for one of these things we need to get david here on one of these i know undoubtedly have to to get him so yeah uh well hey also thank you for uh for stopping by and joining us here and uh be sure if you like this podcast be sure to hit the like button ring the bell to get notified of all of our new stuff subscribe all i don't know all the all the social media stuff do all that stuff yep and I like the interaction. I like I like I like the comments on the stuff too. Like, I like hearing about the new, hearing about the Easter eggs, the stuff that we didn't think of, the insights that we didn't think of. I like yeah. I like hearing about all that stuff yeah. because there's yeah. especially with Tarantino. Like there's a ton of stuff like that, right? A lot of stuff. Tons of, a lot of things. Stuff. Like he's got his own little universe going on. Yeah, it's yeah. like the multiverse of of Tarantino. Well, it's kind of like uh, a shout out to uh, to Erica Nisley on the uh, like you know her comment on our yeah. Spider Man, right? A well yeah. thought out. Uh, it really was. You know, hmm. yeah. yeah. Throw throw some of those at us, and also we're gonna be like. Like rating these things and tell us how we're wrong because I'm sure it's not going to align with everybody. Yeah, so. because yeah. everybody that's going to listen to this is going to like Jackie Brown more than I did. Oh, yeah. without a doubt, me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, uh, I think that we need to just jump right into this and we're going to go. What is your favorite scene in a Quentin Tarantino film? Okay, so uh, I wanted to go by spoilers here because uh, if you haven't seen these Tarantino movies, they've been out for multiple years. Like, oh, if you haven't seen all up. these Tarantino so films, I'm like, sorry, there's gonna be spoilers. Yeah. And this, and uh, this is my favorite scene is, and my favorite movie is going to be, you know, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's incredible. Like, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. But the final scene with, uh, with him, with uh, Cliff Booth and Rick Dalton, where the Manson family's coming up there. And I think that's what's really cool about, about Tarantino and his movies. Like that whole scene right there, we all know what exactly that's that's about. We know how that it, thing really plays out. We how know it actually ends. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's what so when I watched this, I was a little bit hesitant about it because you see all these different things and um you see what's what's what it's building up to and I'm like, oh man, this is where but it doesn't go down that way. No. Because Tarantino isn't afraid to do these sort of things where he is rewriting history and it's like a what if type yeah. of situation where what if they went into the house next door the wrong house. and they run into Cliff Booth and he <laughs> absolutely wrecks them. He's coming <laughs> off of a drug bender or something, right? Yeah, they're yeah. drinking all the yeah. they're, yeah. they're saying they're saying goodbye to a, a, a friend that's more like a brother been more like a brother, and the only way they know how is by getting blind drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But exactly. that, but that whole that whole scene is perfect, and I think it speaks a lot to like what what Tarantino does in all his movies, and like he just he he's not afraid to change history. You know, like I've heard him say that if he was going to do the. A, a comic book movie or or Star Trek or something like nope. that. He's going to change everything, and he's like, and I like that. I like it makes me feel better. Go ahead. I mean, take a look at Inglorious Bastards. I mean, that's rewrote WW two. That's exactly I mean, where I was going to go with it. It's just because, bananas because that's exactly what he did there. He yeah. rewrote the whole thing. You know, like what if yeah. what if we we ended in one fell swoop over here as opposed to what how it really played out. That's yeah. Well, that's, I, that's, I think it's those things that you know. I'm, I was going to mention Inglorious Bastards. I think uh, I think that's probably my my favorite Tarantino film to be to be quite honest. Uh, you get up into the top like four, and I could blend them at any given so time. Right. So, so hard. I mean, so hard. Yeah, yeah. It's difficult. Uh, but, but we're gonna uh, do it. No, we will. <laughs> we try our best anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if we did it tomorrow, it'd probably all be different. So <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the right. thing. So, but no, the the funny thing is, we've all sat here and had the, those conversations. You talk about that scene in Inglorious Bastards mm-hmm. with the with the theater, right? Mm-hmm. They wipe everybody out, and that comment's always been there. Of you and I've talked about it before. Of it would only take one person to step up to change history, mm-hmm. right? Like. Yeah. How many people are next to like some dictator it, that right you could have just yeah. you could have just easily yeah. you know yeah. and changed the the whole world and it's like Tarantino has that at his fingertips mm-hmm. because he makes movies yeah. so he's like I can change the the, the past you right. know and that's so cool to me and that's and that's how he can do these things uh, about these movies like like World War Two and the the Nazis and everything like they they can do this where it's a terrible horrible situation but we're gonna do it a little bit better that like a, a what if and yeah. I and I think back again to. Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, um, at the very end, after it's all said and done, everything's settled down. Um, the way he pan- and I'd, I'd love to talk to Tarantino about this because I, I, I'd love to see if this is what he's going for. But I feel like should get him on the line. Real yeah, quick. exactly. <laughs> if anybody has his number, Tar- let us know. Love, yeah, because I'd Drop love to talk comment. to him because my I think that we could probably squeeze him in on one of the episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Probably yeah. pencil him in. Yeah, after after we get in somebody else, we got a lot, we got a long list of people. Right. Yeah. First, <laughs> so waiting list well, is big. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, like after it's all said and done, everything's settled. And then they pan out, and they have uh, Sharon Tate, you know, talking to them. They're, they're, and it's like a conversation. And it's and it, the camera kind of pans out, and it's it's almost ominous because you sit there and you realize it. It's not the way it went. It's not the way it went. It's not the way it went at all. And it's it's very humbling because you know it's a we just watched an incredible movie, an incredible scene, and a, a fantastic fiery finish. Classic Tarantino finish. Yes, but yeah. but it didn't really go that way. Right. And, and you know, I, same thing with with. Uh, uh, Glorious bastards, you know. Just, yeah. yeah, and that's but those are probably the the primary two, right? Because other than that, all of his other movies are pretty much just made up made up stories, you know. Yeah. I mean, so mm-hmm. but I, I do like the way that he approaches some of the the historical aspects because he does make them more than a documentary, more than a you know these are the the how, how it all goes. I know I keep hitting yeah, your, your yeah. I want to get that out of your way there. But uh, but I think that's probably the big difference, right? Is is it is on those two key movies that uh, that that we yeah know, that you'd see that it's like a true underdog tale. You know, you look at Donnie Donnie what, last name uh, Dan Donnie yeah from from Inglorious Bastards yes yeah. oh yeah yeah true uh, underdog tale yeah yeah no nah, yeah. I'm struggling. I do like though how Chad used. The word Nazis, but he said that I couldn't use it in the opening. <laughs> I know, classic so. Chad, classic I know, Chad. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I don't know yeah. why. It's it's uh, yeah, very yeah. hypocritical. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I was gonna say Donnie the Bear Jew, um, but but stop <laughs> yeah. myself. So. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, yeah it's part of the movie. Yeah, so, it is. but uh, so so Chad talked about his favorite uh, favorite scene. How about how about yours? I would say probably my favorite scene. I mean, I'm a I'm a Pulp Fiction guy through and through. Um, really claimed it. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I've seen it, probably back when I was like yeah. ten, 
um, you know, so, it has okay, a lot so, of... Okay, so I want to ask, the, I, before you get into that, I want to ask you that. You watched it when you were 10. Did you like it the first time? First time I had no clue what was going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that's obvious. What it, okay, because that's what I was. When I watched it the first time, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. You have it to watch it at least two or three times. 1994. Oh, 94. 94, right. 94, yeah. Yeah, you know, I come from a family that that's kind of wrapped up in the Tarantino film world that, that they really enjoy it, you yeah. know? So it was always something that was on in the background as we were sitting there having a conversation and you catch bits and pieces of it. You're just not sure what's going yeah. on. But after you sit through and watch it all the way through, I'd say my favorite scene, and this may be a bit of a cop out because everyone claims this probably to be their favorite Tarantino oh. scene is the Marcellus Wallace, or excuse me, not Marcellus Wallace, uh, Jules giving the Ezekiel, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, Bible verse. Well, that scene or like the, the build up to it because I think the build up to that is probably my favorite. The, that whole scene as a whole, yeah. I mean, it's just incredible. I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? Yeah, <laughs> flock of seagulls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it's one that I used to be able to quote from knowledge, but yeah. obviously haven't haven't had the time to commit it to memory again. But have you heard the theory on that? No, let's talk theories. Okay, yeah. Oh, is this going to be the Marvel time? Yeah, the Marvel yeah. time. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. interested. Okay, so this is. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, but it's it's fun to think about it. Okay, so it's a Marvel tie-in. So basically, this is this is uh, Jules is uh, is Nick Fury. Fury. Nick Fury, Obviously. before you know, before he became righteous, right. and, you know, he just gave up, which he did right there. Yeah. So eventually, he goes on to become Nick Fury, you know, and all that stuff. Which, uh, if you look at his headstone in. Uh, Winter Soldier, it does say may the, the the path of the righteous man or whatever. No they kidding, have, they do have a. Quote I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch like that. Same, like, he has uh, the same, same wall. wallet. He has the yeah. same wallet too. Yeah. Bad mf'er. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. So so all that saying, and then like they talk about it, uh, they they tie that whole thing in there, and what is it that they're looking for for Marcellus Wallace that he's got in that, that briefcase? It's the Soul Stone. Or one of the stones. So like wow, when they lift yeah. it up, like they see that glow there. It's the stone, and so it's a fun That's thing. That's so cool. Yeah, exactly. That's so cool. It's a fun thing to think about, and it it, it works out it, when you when it's explained well enough that I'm not going to do. You know what though? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if Kevin Feige had that all planned since 1994. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because like, it never it never yeah. ceases to amaze. Yeah, exactly. Right. Tarantino had no idea, but but uh, but, uh, but, <laughs> but Kevin, Feige, Kevin did. Like, yeah, Kevin did. Yeah, Kevin's like, well, we're going to write this in. Here, yeah, he's know? playing everything out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the way Sam Jackson kind of commands the script in that whole scene it's Completely. just you know my hat's off to him because that's incredible because John Travolta becomes basically just a background just background character yep, yep exactly oh. he's smoking so, a cigarette you know who, doing his who own was, thing who was it uh, that was supposed to be uh, who was supposed to play John Travolta's character yeah, he could. that was supposed to be Harvey Keitel but there he turned it down to play in the, the Wyatt Earp film that's right yeah the Wyatt Earp no Earth no 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 it's not Harvey Keitel it's no. uh, Mike Madsen he turned it on to That's play right. in yep. Mike uh, Madsen gotcha. yeah, in yeah, Wyatt yeah, Earp, yeah. which in Wyatt Earp, yeah, in the multiverse yeah. of Tarantino, he's he's brothers, right? Yeah, with Vic, Vega Vic Vega and Reservoir yeah. Dogs, yeah, yeah, which, so cool. Which that I thought was kind of interesting because if you think about where Travolta was in his like at that point in time, it's not that character, no, right? So like to, for to have him come into the Tarantino universe and play that character. Man, that I mean, that movie wouldn't be the same if it was yeah. the other guy. You Absolutely know I mean? turned Travolta's yeah. career around for him. I yeah. mean, he was in a couple of duds building up to that yeah, film. I mean, after that, he does Face Off. I mean, yeah. you don't get any higher than that. You got it. <laughs> that's, you got that's peak right there. <laughs> that's, that's peak Travolta. That's peak, peak film Travolta. right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, how many Oscars did he get for that? <laughs> Not enough. That's the answer. Not enough. <laughs> no, uh, I would have to go. My I think my favorite scene, and this is probably just like a total cop out. Like I feel bad even saying this, but it's. It's Christoph Waltz at the beginning of Inglorious Bastards, the whole rap monologue, oh, right? Yeah. Wow. Uh, because that sets the stage for just how emotional and damaging that that movie is going to be. You know what I mean? Like that you knew that you were seeing 
one of the most well-written characters, yet he's also one of the darkest characters that have been written, right? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just like, this dude is evil. And, and but a gentleman. Like, Christoph Watts just does it amazing, yeah. you know? And, and it's, it, it's, he's low, so low-key condescending, too. He's like, if you, you know, like the comparisons of the animals to the, to the races yeah. and that sort mm. of thing, like, like that sort of thing, like the way he does that, it is so low-key condescending. The, I mean, like, it's, ah, man. He, he, that scene right there alone... Give him an Oscar. Like well, he he should have gotten an Oscar yes. for that scene alone, well, let yep. alone the rest of the movie. Which yep. He was great. And that man. Support, his, he got an Oscar for supporting yes, role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, he, he definitely should have. Yeah. And, but he's one of those villains. If you think about uh, trying to write a villain like that, that's somebody that you hate to their core, right? I mean, you hate yeah. the moral aspect everything of this person. Everything they stand for. Everything they stand for. Yet you cannot wait to see them on screen again. Yeah. Right. And it's like you have this weird push pull with someone that you hate that you absolutely love to watch on screen. Yeah. And I don't know. I just thought that was. And, and I f you're, you're getting ready for the buildup of when when he meets Lieutenant Aldo Rain, the Brad yeah. Pitt character. So you you know that it's coming because you've got the, the good guy and the mm -hmm. bad guy. And eventually they're going to meet. And when they do another scene that could be on anybody's list. I mean, list. yeah, that's like, where close second to my favorite. As soon as he gives him his cuffs and that sort of thing, you know, at the end there where, you know, shoots him, shoots the shoots his buddy, and he's just immediately, you can tell it's like, all right, now, he's scared. For the first time yeah. in this movie, he's scared. Mm. He's freaked out, and they completely flip the script on him, and, you know, he's like, uh, what was his line? Uh, uh, more like chewed out. <laughs> you'll, they'll, you'll be killed for this. More like chewed more out. Like yeah. chewed out. Yeah. I've been chewed yeah. out before. Yeah. <laughs> I love well, that. The other thing, too, that I like about the dynamic of those two characters is you have someone who is very smart and sophisticated in Christoph Waltz's character, right? Yep. And in Brad Pitt's character, you have a backwoods redneck guy that sounds very uneducated, yep. right? When he's talking, the way that he speaks, his English is you know not the, not the greatest. Yet when it comes down to it, and they're having that conversation at the end, Brad Pitt, Aldo Reigns' intelligence shines through. Mm -hmm. Like Absolutely. this has mm -hmm. all been planned down. This yep. has all worked out in in their favor because of the way that he's been handling this. And I just think that's such a fun little way of like, don't underestimate the guy that's that's talking. You know, with with oh, maybe yeah. not the best English, right. right? And I just thought that was really cool on that dynamic of it. Absolutely. Yeah. If you look at the like with Christoph Waltz and being that hateable, like he was, like I said, yeah. probably the most hateable character. Maybe maybe Candy. Uh, but most hateable character in any of these, Calvin Candy could be up mm, there too. Yeah. But yeah, in the same in in, Djang, in Django, he immediately becomes one of the most revered characters in all the movies. Yeah, which I think again speaks to his acting. And and I was I I didn't want him to win the best actor for that one because uh, he got a best at supporting actor yep. for that movie too. Yep, I think it should have went to Leo because uh, his roles. But but again, the duality of it, and the, the ability from him to go from this. Hateable character to absolutely endearing, and you love him so much in the next role that he plays or the next Tarantino role he does. I think that's incredible. Yeah. The, the interesting part, though, I don't think that he got uh, near the credit for that role, right? Just for the simple fact that he wowed us so much in Inglorious Bastards that it almost took away from his role in Django. Yeah. And it was equally, if not better, in Django, right? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, it was just. It was amazing, but you'd already seen this bright, shining star. It's yeah. like, yeah, I can't get any brighter, you but, know? Right. But name a scene like that in, in Django. That yeah. Is, that he yeah, acts yeah. as well as he did in that first scene. That or, first, the, yeah. or the laughing it's, scene. 
the laughing oh, scene. That's my yeah. second favorite Tarantino scene. Where where he where he laughs at the Oh yeah. What, at yeah. uh yeah. What Arrivederci. Yeah. Right yeah. at yeah. that. Right at what, that. Yeah. It wasn't that. It was when he laughed at the at her breaking her, her mountain leg. climbing action. No, I just meant that was that, that was, was in that, that, that same that scene. That, yeah. that same yeah. scene. So yeah. 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 Breaking their Dominic leg, Coco, all those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. that was Dominic all. Dominic Coco. Yeah. That was all. <laughs> that was good. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> we had the music. That was all uh, improvised by yeah. him as yeah. well. So yeah. I mean, they, that's where they had no clue. like. That's where when it pans out and they're looking around like genuine reaction. Genuine. Same thing with. Breaking or uh, slicing his hand open. See, that's what I'm. That's why I'm saying Leo should have got the supporting actor for that movie. Yeah, I heard I the think, cast gave him like a round of applause after that scene. Like everyone, yeah, like they heard, cut yeah. the scene. Everyone just applauded. They like, should have because it was that, amazing. That right there is. I mean, that is. I mean, like because he was pretty mild throughout it the whole time. He's kind of very cheesy, you know. But it was intentional. It was like, and it's like, you, like this is a terrible human being, and he's just very, you know, you hate that guy. You hate oh, him so much. But yeah. then. Then that scene right there, it's like, wow, that yeah. is that is acting, man. That is so cool. I wish I wish I could do something like that. That yeah. is so yeah, it's incredible. That, chills. So, the whole so here's my question. So he so he slams his hand down and he and he cuts his hand right, which was unintentional, yeah. and he plays right through it. Right uh, now, I feel at that moment they don't they don't get into this on some of the documentaries on like when they cut, but I feel like they cut shortly after that, right? Because the rest of the scene. He has his bleeding hand, right? Mm-hmm. Yet he turns and he wipes it down her face, and I just don't see that happening. No, yeah, yeah. No, there, there, there are there, cuts. There yeah. are cuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I watched it. I just, I just watched it the other day, and it was one of those like where it's like, okay, I see where it could be. Yet after that, it has yeah. to be cut, has and you're not yeah, wiping they, they human can, blood on yeah. somebody's face. Like, oh, yeah, it, you can't allow that. Yeah, that's yeah. like you can allow Taren, or uh, Leonardo DiCaprio to do it because if if he wants to do it, he's going to do it, and he should do it. But I do agree. It should have been a cut I can't scene. disagree yeah. with that. But yeah. it's human blood. Uh, I, mean, I, still yeah. like I, can, yeah. I still like I can disagree. I really don't want anybody's <laughs> human blood on me. Yeah. So yeah. Especially wiping yeah. down my face. But For so, sure. So here's another question. Uh, and I'm actually ashamed of this because I have not seen every Tarantino film. Oh, what haven't you seen? Yeah. So uh, surprisingly, I have seen the like first Kill Bill, but I don't think I've seen volume two. <laughs> Hmm. What? Random. Why did we invite you on this? Show? I know the I conclusion know. of the yeah, film. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I've. I, so here's the thing. Yikes. I've probably seen like <laughs> That's better than Kill Bill. I, I've probably <laughs> yeah. seen like eighty percent of Volume Two, but in bits and pieces cut throughout. But I've never actually s- sat down and ended up uh, watching that. And it's one of those like where uh, I don't know. Once I got to a certain spot, you, I. You thought I you just, had it figured out. I just haven't. Yeah, I just it's haven't like me went and the back. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> have you not seen the final scene with uh, oh, David Carradine? No, I haven't. It's yeah. Yeah. beautiful kung fu just awesomeness, yeah. man. And so I, I actually sat down and I started to watch before this. Uh, I started to watch Kill Bill Volume 1 again because I, I want to watch them both now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that's kind of – that's my sad fact. Out of all of them, that's the one I haven't seen. Uh, yeah. haven't seen. So, As a self-proclaimed Tarantino fan, you'd be surprised at how many of them I haven't seen. Um, I've actually really? haven't seen Jackie Brown uh, from start no. to finish. I started watching it a couple weeks back when we were prepping for the pod. Um, made it about halfway through and didn't finish it, which, shame on me. Um, and I haven't seen Death Proof, actually. De- with- Death Proof's one that I can see why people haven't seen it, because it was partnered with... Uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, but the machine gun... Planet Terror. Uh, Planet, Planet Terror, Terror that's yeah. it. Yep. Uh, Grindhouse is what it was. Grindhouse. Grindhouse. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Grindhouse Presents. And, uh, and a lot of people don't realize that that's actually 
considered a Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. Like that is number, one of the nine. Yeah. What is it? One, two, three, four, five. Number five. Yeah. So, uh, I don't think a lot of people realize that. Yeah. You know, that's so. true. But it, Death Proof is fantastic. I know. I know. Hey, it's got Kurt Russell in it. It's yeah. well, again, it's got one of the better lines in there. Where uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, is this the turn left? Yeah. yeah. Because it was, it's right when when they're bringing the. He's basically got this girl in this car, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. goes to the a T in the road. He's like, "Which way are we going?" She's like, "Right." He's like, "Ah, that's too bad." Well, what? She's like, "Well, if you were going right, we could have kept on going, and you would have had no uh, no clue what the, none so you would have had no worries whatsoever." But we're going left, and now you're gonna have to start getting worried right now. Yeah, it's and like, it's like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell just absolutely killed it. I mean, I really like Kurt Russell's character in The Hateful Eight. Yes, as absolutely. he portrayed that role really well. So I can imagine him being a stuntman Mike, I believe well, is his name, right? Yeah, so, stuntman Mike, yeah. Would do a great job. Well, so here's the other thing, and I look at like Death Proof being tied to like a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It means that I think there's all these nods because the, the main actress in Death Proof was a stunt woman. Yeah. Right? And you have him portraying a stuntman. Yep. You have Brad Pitt, a stuntman in Once Upon a Time. So I think she's there's... in that movie too. Do you know that? Oh no, kidding. Is she's she... she's Kurt Russell's Zoe. Wife. Oh no, kidding. Yeah, Z- yeah Zoe. What's her name? Zoe. Um... I can't remember what her name is. Check right the now. notes, Chad. I don't think but... I have that one down. I. Ooh. Zoe. It's Zoe something. Zoe. It is. Yeah. But here. Yeah. I yeah. don't even know if we got enough room up there, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We got a big. Uh, we'll put it over <laughs> us. Or we got. <laughs> yeah, we got to have it here. Yeah. So. Uh, but no, it's uh, it's one of those where I just think there's there's a lot of nods to the to the folks in the back of, of Hollywood, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And and I think some of that kind of shows in some of his movies on on that aspect of it. Well, just Tarantino, like the fact that he has his own his own cast that he brings back to all these movies and stuff like that. I love yeah. that too. Like I, I feel like it's cool that you you get to see. You know, Kurt Russell, I think he was the voice, uh, voiceover in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, too. Um, you see him appear in certain movies. Sam Jackson, who's, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, if nothing else, he's going to be a voiceover in something. Like, he's just, yep. you know, he's always got these guys. He's like, yeah, I'm doing a movie. You're going to be part of yeah. it. I don't know what it is well, yet. It, it goes to show Tarantino, and this is what I like about the guy. Like, when you watch interviews and you and you read about the guy, there's nobody on this world that knows more about movies. No, like, yeah. like you could. I, I remember seeing him on like I don't. Know, I can't remember if it was like Conan or you know Jimmy or wherever it was, and they were reading obscure movie, uh, like the the summaries, the synopsis mm-hmm. on yeah. the back of like the VHS tape. Yeah. Right? They were reading this out, and these are like movies that we've never heard of. And he's like sitting there, and he's like, "Oh well, it's got to be this, this, or this," and it's like one of them, right? Yeah. Huh. And they said like he would. He has this movie theater that basically they'll play a whole bunch of movies throughout the entire night and invite a bunch of people there. And it's like these obscure random movies that you've never heard of, you know, it's like his favorite pastime, just sitting down, you know, popping some popcorn, watching a movie with friends. I mean, he is the movie guy, right? Which, which, which brings us back to like our conversation where we said, you know, having Tarantino on here, we probably couldn't because we couldn't hang with him. Oh, we're not cool. Like I would love to, I would, I would like to know how that conversation goes because it's like, it'd be like, It'd be like a professional athlete <laughs> or like a regular dude trying to cover a professional athlete. Oh, no. Right. Right. Because it's be so worse. Yeah. So, so worse. We're not it it would language. be Albert Einstein talking to an infant. Yes. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. he would think it was cute what we would yeah. be saying. Yeah. Well, and, I feel like we might be insulted by some of the things we're saying. Oh, no, like, right. Yeah, yeah, probably. Well, on that on that one uh, documentary on, uh, mm-hmm. was it HBO, Netflix or HBO? Yeah, one of them. QT8. One of the streaming what it was, scenes. What it was yeah. called. And, uh, and it was interesting. They actually talked about that. There was somebody that said uh, 
anytime somebody meets Tarantino and they want to start talking about movies, he goes, they're about ready to be embarrassed. Yeah. And he goes, because that person, if they think that they're an expert, they are not. No, like, exactly. Like this, he knows the speed of the film that this thing was shot at. The type the size, of film. The type of camera. I yeah. mean, like, and the artistry behind, I mean, like everything about it. Yeah. Knows, and I think it was know? Mike Madsen that was talking about that. And uh, like, he was like, He's like, Quentin will stop, listen to what they have to say, and then just smirk and go. And, he, and then at that point, you know, Tarantino is just going to absolutely steamroll you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the information he knows, you know, which is really cool. Yeah. I mean. Well, I also love the fact that, like, they would do multiple takes, mm-hmm. right? And so let's say they, they nail a scene and it's 100% perfect. And everybody's like, okay, we're done, right? And, he, and Tarantino would go, we're doing one more take. Why? And everybody would say at the same time, because making movies is fun. <laughs> do they really? No, yeah. that's what they do. Yeah. Every movie, he will do multiple scenes and multiple even shots. Even if they're perfect. Even if they're perfect. And it, he makes everybody on there say, because making movies is fun. Oh, yeah. Man, and it's just like down to like the core of... Like he's not in it to like become rich and famous. He's in it because he loves the best movies yeah. Yeah. for like the love that, of the game. Yeah, it is. Yes. But, but you look at it, and it just it shows through these movies, these films because of the fact that like you, you know there's so many scenes, there's so many conversations, and that sort of thing. The dialogue you just absolutely fall in love with, and it's it's so it's so much more evident. And whatever his movie is, it's like that's going to be awesome. You know, mm-hmm. even if it's not your favorite movie. Or favorite genre of movie, even. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No matter what, it's like that movie's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Now you talking about Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown, I thought was phenomenal. <laughs> See, like, I, I, I totally believe that. Like, that's where everybody's going to land, land on this. Everybody's going to love Jackie Brown. I just didn't. I think here's the thing. I think this is the issue with with uh, that people had with Jackie Brown. They actually touched on this in in that thing as well, which is it came out what in '97, and so he hits Reservoir Dog, Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown. You hit Pulp Fiction, you hit a home run. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, like, that's like... It's a hangover after it, that. It's, yeah. And it's one of those where everybody's basically saying, well, it's not Pulp Fiction. And it's like, well, no, it's not Pulp Fiction. It's a whole different right. type of story. It's a whole different... Whole genre. Uh, you can't look at Sam Jackson the way that you look at Sam Jackson in Pulp Fiction. Oh, it's ca- yeah, so, his roles are, are, are probably pol- the most yeah. polar opposite. And that might be where it comes in for me that's that I don't... A- I think that's what they were saying, though. Like, you know, people want to compare those two because they were... It's almost... He would have been better off doing Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill, Jackie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think Jackie Brown well, would have got more yeah. love. Yeah. You know? Tie in a strong female lead like yeah. he did with Kill Bill, right? I think people were expecting a fastball after Pulp Fiction got an absolute change up with Jackie yeah. Brown and it just kind of threw people off with, on Tarantino. Yeah. But shame on me for not seeing Jackie Brown because <laughs> yeah, I really yeah, need to go yeah. back and watch yeah. that. Yeah, because, like, the end of it there, like, that's... Uh, uh, Robert De Niro, like, oh, yeah. man, that scene in the parking lot. Ah, <sighs> wow. Look. So it was funny. <laughs> After watching Reservoir Dogs, we should never have been shocked when somebody gets shot in a Tarantino no. film, right? Because mm-hmm. every single person that you see on screen dies in Reservoir Dogs, yeah. basically, you know? Yep. And, uh, and, and that scene in the parking lot of Jackie Brown, I... Like I was fully expecting, like a punch, a backhand, something brutal, right? Like that's what I was expecting. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is gonna be bad. This is gonna be bad. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, bang! I'm like, whoa! (laughs) Hey, yo! (laughs) What just happened? I couldn't even get my head wrapped around what happened. Yeah, yeah. But but it's that way through all of them. Like you said, you you should be used to it because it it happens so quickly and so frequently. Well, just uh, Pulp Fiction. They're just riding around, and he turns around to look at the kid. Oh, man, I shot him over in the face. 
<laughs> That's one of my favorite lines in that whole movie. Oh, man, I shot Marvin in the face. <laughs> nice delivery on it, too. I dig that. Well, and that's where I, I think also, like, you see those those first three in the 90s, right? And they have that very uh, raw beginner director feel, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell that, that he didn't have – I mean, Reservoir Dogs was made on a dime, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was before anybody knew him. Uh, but even even Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown weren't like these blockbuster feel to them, right? Yeah. Now, you get to the first Kill Bill. Now, all of a sudden, you got a lot of kung fu, a lot of like, you know, you want to talk about awesome scenes. That opening scene between uh, her and the other gal fighting in the house when mm-hmm. the kid walks yeah. in. Oh. Oh, phenomenal. What was yeah. her name? Um, you had to ask. Or I had to ask. Uh, yeah. But she, she was codenamed Copperhead. Yeah, Copperhead right? and Black Mamba. Black yeah. Mamba, right? But that that was that that scene is uh, was was great. But my whole point is, you've started to see the production quality of the films continue to just keep going up, 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 and up, and up right? Like you look at like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There's money thrown at that. <laughs> well, like there, there's a budget behind that. Now. Totally, agree just a with few that. dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the question. Dollars. Here's the question. How did he make Pulp Fiction as a second film? Like, cause you you still gotta look at it because the money there, you've got Ving Rhames and you've got John Travolta and Sam Jackson and Bruce Willis and all that. Like, how did how did anybody say, yeah, we're gonna give him the money to hire those guys? Because that's 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 still those are incredible salaries. I mean, yeah. I mean maybe well, it's just they saw some they, some they of the them script. were probably not as bad as what you think. Because Travolta, I think, was on the down the downswing, so he was probably looking for employment. Nineteen ninety four though, like like. Uh, uh, I mean, he probably just came off of like Urban Cowboy. Yeah, but like, yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bruce Willis ranks in like the worst show ever. Bruce yeah. Willis had to be at the hot top of his game, though. Yeah, that would have been. I, been I, around Die Hard. Die Hard would have been. It would have had to have been probably the beginning, though, like uh, of of some of that. Willis, I don't think got started until you know what like, I heard? later. I heard that they were trying to get Sylvester Stallone to play Bruce Willis's part in Pulp Fiction, but. They See, could, like Stallone, Stallone. Stallone would be like up there. I think Stallone would be way over what Willis was at that point. I would agree. I would agree because I, I just like to know the budget for Pulp Fiction because I, yeah. I bet it's I bet it's pretty staggering because I like no matter what you got, I just don't. Most of these guys I don't feel like had that low of a time. Yeah. Like, it's not. I mean, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that they're going to be fifty million dollar, you know, uh, uh, whatever type of, of roles. But still. well, and I also think him coming off of Reservoir Dogs though, like he was like the hottest director this, like yeah. coming you off had, of you yeah. had too. To read, you so. had to read that script and just think. Wow! Yeah, this yeah. is something special. Like, like you had to read that, and know that. So I, I would assume that some of them might have taken a pay cut just to be a part of that. Well, and there's also a thing like depending on, uh, you know, I, I know one of the guys behind a lot of these films that I don't even want to talk about, but uh, yeah, but there there's some of that depending on who signs on and who's funding it from a from that aspect of yeah, it. They got it. a lot of pull to, yeah, so to get. Folks you're right. That's probably exactly right. what it is. He got in with uh, yeah that yeah, guy, which we you, I don't wish I mentioned even yeah. No. You Miramax. Talk, you get yeah. into yeah. Miramax, yeah. and Miramax has the pull to 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 bring in those actors, yeah. right? Yeah. And and I think that's the that's the aspect there. Yeah. So yeah, you want to talk about budgets? I mean, Reservoir Dogs being his first film. I I heard he got the funding from being you know a stand-in as an Elvis impersonator on a Golden Girls episode. Yeah. yeah. So with <laughs> the, I believe yeah. yeah, I think he earned like thirty thousand dollars in royalties from that stashed it away and was able to write reservoir dogs on like a steno pad and then fund that with th- with that cash yeah. Yeah. what is that steno pad worth right now oh, <laughs> millions, <laughs> yeah. billions also, <laughs> i think this was would this have been released after but he also sold true romance yep 
And that was something that got and, sold. Andy sold Natural Born Killers. Yeah, and I might have misspoke. He might have got the 30000 from selling one of those two screen rights. I, I know that yeah. um, from True Romance and Natural Born Killers, they said that he sold them for like a dime. Like yeah. it mm-hmm. was ridiculous what they ended up getting sold for. Uh, fun fact, they did say that uh, True Romance, mm-hmm. the the director actually changed the ending. Uh, yeah. He was supposed to die in the Oliver end. Stone, right? No, that's was that Natural Born Killer? Christian Slater's role, Christian Slater was supposed to die in the he end of Oliver that. Stone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got it. Yeah. Going. yeah. No, we don't. But, yeah, Christian Slater, like, uh, that was a, that's a great movie that, that isn't uh, that well-known. Like, people, most people don't even know about that one. Uh, you look at... Uh, there's a lot, but like, good for again, you. don't you get, mind if I do. Good for you. You got Brad Pitt in there. You got Brad Pitt as, uh, what was his name? Uh, Floyd. Mm. Remember him? He was the guy that was just high all the time, sitting on the floor. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That had to have been like close to the start of his career, too. Gotta right? Be early, right? Yeah. Man. But I mean, no, because th- again, this is. It's 93. 93, but for yeah. Brad Pitt? That's early Brad yeah, Pitt. Yeah, you're right. Because. That's the early Brad Thumb Pitt. Thumb Louise, right? Louise was probably, what, 90, 90. Yeah. yeah. You're right. There's just a lot of this. Like, I mean, man, that's just going back a lot longer yeah. than what we all think. You it's know? before I mean, my time. Yeah, yeah. Ninety five for me. A, a twinkle in your daddy's <laughs> eyes. Yeah. So. Nailed it. Uh, so the uh, my probably least favorite, and I just have to throw out there, I am I was not a fan. I, I got to reword this. Okay. I I enjoyed the movie, yet. I, I I don't know if I can ever sit down to rewatch the darn thing again, and that's going to be the hateful eight. Really? You're kidding me? No. Wow. It just it just didn't it didn't talk about a hot take. It didn't it didn't do what I wanted to. I do. challenge you to do that though. Yeah. I challenge you to sit down and watch it again. Yeah. yeah I, I I was because actually I was actually going to, and I started it, and like within like the first a, like ten minutes, I just shut it off, and oh. I think I switched over to like. It's got everything you want in a movie though: a little murder mystery, a little western. I think they just tried to be too cute with it. Oh, it just, it just man. didn't. And it's it all filmed in one location. I know, I know. I mean, come on, that's. Channing Tatum? Channing Tatum out of nowhere? Left yeah. field? Yeah, you see him in the opening credits and you forget about like, it. You're like, I, oh. I don't mind. Like, all that stuff is fun. It's just, it, it so wasn't. Close the door. Got to put yeah. two nails in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> that part, I understand. It wasn't my style of movie. I guess that's, and I'm not saying that I don't appreciate it. It just, I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. I can, I can agree with you because I think that the first time I saw it, it's like, yeah, it's a great movie, but it's not up to Tarantino standards. But then I watched it again. It's like. That was really good. Yeah. You know, and the next time, it's like I think that if you watch it again, because yeah, but it's like three hours long of like something I didn't want to watch. Yeah, but you don't. It doesn't feel like three hours ah. once you're into it. No, nah, it felt yeah. like six. So <laughs> you might uh, watch it the theaters the first time. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah. Not, no. I think we did. We did. Yeah, well, I think yeah. that might have been the first Tarantino film I was able to watch as like a true film aficionado, like really? that I truly enjoyed films. And I sat there and I just soaked it up like a sponge. Yeah, um, just everything from the using the the special film that he used to film it. I mean. And all the angles. Oh, yeah, because he did, like, the wide angle. Yeah, I can't remember the the exact millimeters on it, but they... they, 70. 70 millimeter, I think, is what that was. And and the the interesting part about that, they said that when you would shoot that one room with that wide angle lens or that wide wide, uh, uh, film, you could see everybody, right? Nice chomping right into the microphone. Classy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's time for a refill? Jeez. Uh, (laughs) But they yeah. they said that you could see everybody, right? So they're like everybody who's sitting there, like you know Sam Jackson sitting in a chair over here that has no lines when it's actually going over here. Yeah, he's got to like half-ass pay attention because he's in the in yeah. the scene. You know, no matter whether it's his lines or not, he's still got to like still got to act. Yeah. yeah, one of the biggest what ifs in movie history will be that one where 
what if? And uh, I can't think of her name right now, but she did a great job uh, in The Hateful Eight. But it could have been Jennifer Lawrence. Oh. Because mm. they were talking about having Jennifer Lawrence in there. And it's like, you know, Jennifer what if? Lawrence. Yeah. Like, man, I love Jennifer Lawrence. I would have loved to see what she could have done in that role. It's interesting just to see, like, And that might you be know, a rumor. I don't know. You know. You, you see uh, uh, all these actors and, and actresses all all work into different movies together, right? Uh, what was the one where Brad Pitt and Jennifer Lawrence uh uh, uh, Brad, Mr. Pitt. and Mrs. Smith. No, that's no, no excuse that's me. Julie. <laughs> Strike that from the <laughs> no, record. That's... No, it's the. I thought it was one of them that it was like the big shorter. I thought no, it was it, one of those. Jennifer Lawrence and Brad Pitt played in. Now you got me. I can't even think. Oh, that of was Angelina right Jolie. And yeah, Mr. Mrs. Smith. Sorry, I can think of John Boyd's daughter, but I maybe I'm missing. Uh, am I not thinking of it right? It wasn't Wolf of Wall Street. Nope. It was the. I thought it was like the one right after that. Or may, uh I'm drawing a blank. Like, Throw it I'm, up. Yeah. I'm drawing a yeah, blank. Yeah, I'd have to maybe and maybe it's Bradley Cooper that I'm thinking of. I can't you know now. Did, uh, mm. What was it, Passengers or something like that? Or the No, that was gotta, Chris gotta, Pratt. Gotta, didn't you just say that? No. You said Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad, I know, I know Brad you Pritt said, and you said uh, I would, maybe I'm thinking of Chris Pratt. I thought that's what you said. That's why. We're all over the place. <laughs> we are we're we are, now we're, now we're we are completely rails. off the rails. We're off the rails. She's not, he's not an American Hustle. Chad's got his cell phone American out. Hustle. That's the one I was thinking of. That's Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah, okay. So, Bradley there Cooper there, too. Bradley oh, Cooper. Yeah. There so you go. That's kind of right. That's what I said. Cooper. Yeah. So, so, yeah, not Brad Pitt, but I guess – so I, I'm using a, a bad example. But my I guess my overall point was when you get a lot of these actors and actresses that start working together, you start seeing them together in a whole bunch of films. Yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, I want to say that, like, the crew on uh, uh, Inception, that whole crew – uh, is that Christopher Nolan? Yes, mm-hmm. right. Yep. yep. Which is like the same crew that he's used in like several other films, oh, just like know? Tarantino. Tarantino is the same way, and uh, yep. who's uh, Leo's main guy? Yes, the guy that does Scorsese. all the Scorsese. 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 Mark Scorsese. Yeah. I knew you were going to ask that, so I tried to think of it earlier on. I'm like, no, nah, I'm. It's, it's, but it's just, it's you just. You haven't it, even put me on the spot yet, and I'm on the spot. It's cool. just interesting how that happens, though. How they all get tied in together, and it's like you're always going to see like these people yeah. together, like you know? finding a chemistry that matches yeah. what the director wants. You know, you might as well keep them together because oh, you're going to yeah. be producing movie magic. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, fun fact: I just got to throw it out there, and uh, and I only know it because of that one documentary. But uh, on uh, Grindhouse Death Proof, the it, they they talk about the 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 main actress. When she does the hood scene where she's on the hood of the car. Zoe, whatever her name is. Yeah. yeah. That's actually happening. Yeah. Like, they're going like 90 mile an hour and they have to yeah. film yeah. this. Mm-hmm. They film it all in, you know, in the, the, the first take, right? Tarantino sits down, watches it, notices that he can't see her face. And he walks up to her and he goes, hey, you did this whole scene and I can't see your face. And she goes, yeah, that's because I'm a stunt woman and I am built to yeah. not to every angle that I'm doing is is meant to not show my face to the camera. Yeah. Like that's how I'm trained. And he's like, "Well, that's not right. Yeah. We're doing it all again." <laughs> and she had to do that whole Which thing. Which is the longest like Yeah, like this strapped was, to the hood and, of a car. And it's crazy dangerous and she had to do yeah. it a second time to get her face in all the shots so she didn't act like a stunt woman. I thought that was phenomenal. That's so cool. Speaking of a long take, uh, four rooms. Okay, so oh, yeah. the final scene or the final uh, episode in four rooms, which was all those different settings, uh, the one where Tarantino did the opening scene. As soon as he walks in there, it is a six minute and forty three second take. Oh no, kidding. one no cuts, one t- no single, cuts, yeah. one whole long take, and it's so cool. Like 
I challenge you to go back and watch that scene because when you know that and you look at it, it's like, that's incredible because just for the cameraman to be in position and everybody outside to be in position at the whole time because it's not like he's just sitting there and they're just rapping back and forth. No, it's he walks in and he takes him around the room, introduces him to everybody. Yeah. And so, like, it goes to Bruce Willis, who's pacing back and forth, arguing so with his ca- wife. This camera is going, like... And it's moving. Yeah. And, it, like, and, like, it comes around this way, and it introduces to the gal that's on the, the couch over here, talks to these people over here, and then it moves around behind Tarantino, behind it, so it's got his head here. And Tarantino's not, like, the best actor, so he's... And he's the main focus of this whole thing, so he's doing all this, and then it cuts over here to this guy, and it just comes back, hmm. and it ends up with a perfect scene of her blowing a smoke ring into the, the camera, and it's like... Wow! When you know that, it's like that's incredible well, cinematography. Yeah. Cinematography magic. Yes, I mean, it's just exactly, beauty. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. yeah, and it's not just in one take. You also got to think about the camera guy back there, who's probably doing a focus of some sort because people are of yeah. different distances and things. You know what I'm saying? He earned like, his paycheck. Like, paycheck there's that like day. a lot that's going on. The sound. Guy that has to like follow and make sure that he's hitting the sound never, on everybody. We'll never know those guys' names, but that's an incredible job. Like they did yeah. an yeah. awesome job, and they're yeah. just, they're not. We're not going to know any of them. No, but we know Bruce Willis and Tarantino. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. They yeah. said uh, you know in, in a one take has nothing to do with Tarantino, but I share the the story anyway. But the uh, singing in the rain. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think that's the one. Uh, yeah, not like the the old black and white movie, yeah. right? And I can't remember who it was, well, but one, he does that the. One, and then there's the one with Tom Holland. And the yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the original, yeah. and he does like the 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 singing in the rain, and that whole scene is in one take, and and that's a if you think about it, he walks down the entire street. So I mean, like that was a a huge take to do it. He did it with like a hundred and three or a hundred and four degree temperature, oh like my. super sick. And here he's got to go on stage, and what's happening during the entire time? It's raining on him, so he's soaking wet. Andy's like incredibly sick. Andy's singing and dancing, and yeah. the dude just nails it. The reason why I share that is you talk about one take, and I think that's like one of the most incredible one takes ever. But you want to talk about anytime you're having a bad day, think of that. Yeah. You're going to want a hot cup of soup dude, and a cup of ginger ale that after dude that one. had a really bad day. Yeah, is, that dude, your, is that your sickness fix? Oh, absolutely. And uh, Wheel of Fortune on the TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> yeah. But that How guy- late are you sick? All the time. Oh, I was gonna say that's. I feel Wait. like it's, it's Price is Right during the day. Oh, Price is Right. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. But that guy had a really bad day and performed at that high level athlete. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. like that. That's like the. I don't know. It's absolutely crazy. The Michael story. Jordan flu game, yeah, if you will. Flu, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's exactly right. Same thing. So great reference. So what? What is your st- start at the back? What? What is your least favorite movie? I, I literally would go Hateful Eight. Okay, Zim. I would go ahead and say probably, and this this is probably not great, but Jackie Brown, since I haven't seen it, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the, the final scene that we're talking about there? With I haven't. And okay. sh- yeah, shame on me again. You still need to watch the movie because it's still great. I know. I the know. Chris Tucker scene is really cool, too. Like, man, I'm not getting to know Trump. Yeah. Not getting to know Trump. I have seen that season. Yeah, that's cool. Which he should not have gotten that trunk. No, he should not. No, should. Yeah. yeah. Anytime somebody tells you to get into a trunk, there's probably a 99.9% chance that it's going to be a bad outcome <laughs> yeah exactly the police, the police officer in reservoir dogs got yeah. in the trunk cut his ear off yeah, yeah. like i said just that not bad. good yeah that whole scene right oh, there. oh man, man. another yeah, a, lot, a lot of improvising yeah. as yeah. well on that one yeah yeah so, and going back to that movie uh timothy uh uh roth. roth roth the range that he does in these movies too because you look at like four rooms where he's very like, like it's like a simpleton yeah basically. exactly yeah, yeah. 
And then you look at him in that movie. Like, that's some great acting. Mm. Uh, to uh, what was the other Pulp one? Fiction. He's Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Pulp like Fiction. Yes, Dude Honey Bunny. Yeah, yeah, Honey yeah, Bunny. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So it, he, he's great as well. So uh, Jackie Brown would be mine. Chris Roth was also in Hateful Eight. Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Or Tim yeah. Roth was yeah, also in. Because he, yeah. he was the hangman. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Pete, what, what uh, Pete Hillcox was his name. Was it? Um, not his alter ego. His arch, what was his alter ego in Hateful Eight? His his true name ended up being Pete Hickox. They call they call Kurt Russell the Hangman because yeah. but, but he was the, like this was the actual Hangman, right? Wasn't he? Yeah, was he. Like w- yes, because he was the Hangman in uh, Red Rock, and yeah. Chris Maddox, played Who? by what's his name, Chris Maddox, Sheriff Maddox. He was going to be the sheriff in Red Rock. Oh they picked yeah, up along the played way. by yeah. The oh guy my goodness, with a what's voice his name? Is like. I, the best the I, best actor that you can never remember his name. Like he's yes. an incredible actor. Oh yeah. Name. William H. Macy. No, Jesus. Here we go. I'm fine with the William H. Macy one, but I I, I feel like after that we go into some territory. You you know where I'm at. Uh, Actually, hold on. Before we go into that, um, let's talk about the Tarantino universe. Okay. Before we start ranking our least favorite. Before we start ranking, because actually in The Hateful Eight, I can't remember Ah. who was it that was... uh, the who's Hispanic the, fella. No, who's the great, the English guy, who's the great grandfather to the English guy that does the three drinks and gets, oh, uh, uh, yeah. the dude that plays Magneto. Yes. Uh, what is his name? I'm, I'm upset that I can't think of his name. You know right what now. I'm talking about? Oh, he's yeah. like, I'll take, I'll take three, three. instead of three. Yeah. yeah, three, yeah no, three. he does this three. instead yeah, he of does that. This instead yeah. of this. Or this, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. But, right. but anyway, the guy in Hateful Eight, the English guy. It is shameful we can't remember his that's name. That's his great-grandfather. <laughs> yeah. Like, they link all this stuff up. And we talked about the Vega Brothers. Uh, you look at all the uh, all the props. So, like, the Big Kahuna Burger. Red like, Apple Tobacco. Red, Red Apple Tobacco. Yeah. yeah, like, all that stuff. It's incredible to see how they map out. Like, it's like a little mini, like, Marvel Universe yeah. mm-hmm. in Tarantino films. Yeah. Uh, yep. He also does the the uh, Mexican standoffs. They have a lot of those mm-hmm. in different movies. Like that, mm-hmm. I never noticed it, but that's something. We got ourselves they... a good old Mexican standoff <laughs> right here. Yeah, <laughs> Aldo <laughs> Rain. Yeah, where he's like, yeah, I, we I, got I, guns on you. You got guns on us. Yeah. Well, or actually, it was uh, we throw a grenade down there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, they, they got a lot of those. The, the most notorious one being in Reservoir Dogs, where it's just oh yeah, at the end. All right, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Pulp Fix is another one too. Yeah. Honey Bunny and yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, yeah. that's that. What what other universe aspects is in there? I thought there was a couple there's, others. There's that, a ton of them in there. Yeah, uh, I'd like I'd like to hear some other people mention them because uh, it's it's tough to to figure out exactly what's what. But they're but the, like because they 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 go as far as to have like there are certain ones of these that are like a, okay, so like Kill Bill isn't in the universe. It's like a movie inside the universe, or it's something to that effect. Well, you know, in, in Kill Bill Volume Two, when she's buried underground in the casket, she pulls out a switchblade, right? Oh, that's yeah. the same switchblade that Harvey Keitel character, uh, his character in Reservoir, in Reservoir Dogs, Dogs. Yeah, used yeah, to yeah, cut yeah. off the ear of the policeman. That's okay. right, not Harvey Keitel. Uh, uh, Mike, Ma- Mike, Mike Madsen. Madsen yeah. Excuse me, I keep confusing those two, mixing yeah. them up. But yeah, that's right. Yeah, those are the same knives. Yeah, same yeah. knives. So is so it is tied in. Okay, all right. So there's one movie where they're like watching uh, Pulp Fiction on the TV or something like that. Uh, 
That would have to be like Grindhouse, yeah, and yeah. like the bar scene or something. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Uh, help me out if I. I mean, they do it hostile, so maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, that could be. Yeah, because that, presen- that was presented Quentin Tarantino, by yeah. which yeah. that's one of the few movies Dude, I almost walked out do of. Not. Do not, do not, Chad. Yeah, what? Don't even. Don't yeah, I don't even think you think yeah. about it. You mean like no? The, I was gonna say don't mention the word that you want to describe hostile <laughs> with. So oh yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. Right. You I almost rolled into that. We will censor you. Yeah. I will beep you out. <laughs> hey, can I get a refill? Uh, I don't mean to disrupt the mojo yeah, that we got going on in here. In just a minute, we're going to actually close this out, and you're just going to have to stay dry here. No, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, you should have grabbed a bigger a bigger jar, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, honestly, like, uh, well, you know what? This is a rookie move, though. It is. It is. Totally. It's a rookie yeah. move, and this is on him. You know, yeah. It's, it's really not the, on us. The next the next time, Zim, you'll know better. Honestly, yeah. invite me to more podcasts. I'll learn. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we, we had a... We, we should because we, we got other things. Yeah, well, depends we, on if the fans like me though. Yeah. Well, and true. also it also depends on how many times you're gonna like try stopping the podcast to go fill up your drink too. This is only like, number two. For yeah, yeah, and that's the second. For those time, keeping track so. at home, number two. <laughs> we like to have fun here. Okay. Well, hey, we're on the downhill slide, so we're just well just like wrap this thing up. Sure. So, let's do it. So here's the thing: we need to go through, and we want you to uh, we want y'all to 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 talk about this, to give us some comments, let us know where where you would rank them at. But we're gonna go around here. And we're going to rank them the worst to the best on on how we feel. Uh, Kill Bill is one movie. So just keep that okay. in mind. Okay. Yeah. okay. So he's done nine movies. Kill Bill's one movie. Uh, so uh, so I think uh, honors go to Matt. I think that's oh. who it goes to. Good for me. So you're yeah. going backwards, right? We got backwards. Nine. Yeah, nine. going backwards. Favorite says- to most favorite. You said nine, least, Jack. Yeah, least to the most. Do you want me to give all nine in a row? No, or? Let's, let's just start off first. Three. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll go around the horn. We'll go g- around g- the horn. G- give me, okay. give me, give me your. Yeah, okay. I'll well, go with g- my least. G- give me, least give me like three. your least like five. Well, do, okay, do we'll do top, five. Do, do your bottom five. So I do no, have do them jotted down do three. here. We'll go stop three, it. Right? Three, three. Yeah, I'm gonna go chat on this one. Three, three. Oh, that is. That's then we can do a three. So I have it from nine, eight to seven. I have Jackie Brown as my least favorite. Like I mentioned before. Hateful Eight actually is down there, and then Django uh, coming in at number seven. <laughs> get Django at seven. Wow. I do have Django at seven. You have Django at seven. Okay. I know it's tough. It's tough. Django's a fantastic you, film, but you know it's funny because you. Just, I like you his spoke, old school films you better. Really highly of Hateful Eight. Like I thought it would much yeah. higher. Yeah, <laughs> <than this>, but <laughs> it's isn't that something? It's like, number, number eight. So it's like the, okay, all right. Um, and Django, Django number seven. Oh, I huh? feel like this has sparked some controversy. Well, that's yeah, because that's a bad take. Flat out. Let's be honest. That's a bet. Like Django at number eight or number seven is that's a bold. I I can't wait to see the rest of your list, but it's wrong. So, (laughs) all right, right, what's yours? Uh, I was gonna try asking you to go first. I go go, first. But uh, no, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it here. I'm gonna go with. uh, I'm actually gonna go hateful eight as my as my bottom. Number two is actually going to be Reservoir Dogs. Number two being number number nine. Yeah. So number number nine is hateful eight. Number eight is (laughs) Reservoir Dogs. Number seven would be Death Proof. Okay, Reservoir Dogs I, is a kind of. Oh, a I messed I, up. I, I would what? typically, I would typically put Kill Bill there just because I haven't seen it. But I'm gonna throw that uh, a little bit higher because I have seen one and I really enjoyed the all the action and everything into it. it. So would you mess up? So in my list, I have. Yeah, I totally skipped up thinking combining these two, so I've missed Death Proof. I actually have Jackie Brown, Death Proof, and then Hateful Eight. Well, you got to talk into your microphone if you're going to yeah, yeah, anybody here. Oh, I thought we were going to just retake. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't just mutter into the middle distance and like. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie mistake again, Chad. Thank you for pointing that out. Actually, my least favorite I'm going to put is Death Proof and then Jackie Brown 
and then Hateful Eight. And you haven't seen Death Proof. I haven't seen Death right. Proof, okay, and I yeah, haven't yeah. seen Jackie Brown. Yeah. So, so this is the list of movies that Matt hasn't seen so far. That's what we're going with to start <laughs> Should off. Should have done a little bit more research. So, so, so the only movie that Matt has seen that he doesn't like is Django. So I the, love Django. So here, here's my here's my only thing. Now I, I have to I have to say this because you were kind of throwing throwing a little shade at me here for throwing Reservoir Dogs. I'm not throwing right? shade at it because I okay. can understand that. But so it's, so a purist in Tarantino films would probably rank Reservoir Dogs somewhere somewhere towards a, towards the top. For enjoyable, fun movies that I'm going to sit down and watch, I, I, I can't put it up there. I enjoyed it. Now, I, I'm not ranking... Like, when we rank these, I'm not ranking these at, like, the bottom of movies. It's just the bottom of Tarantino movies. So, like, I, like I, they're, still, they're still great movies. I get that. I right. get okay. that. I get that. I'm, I, I'm I, I got to make that clear because it sounds like... You know, there's a lot of judgmental coming from your side of the table over there. I know, but I'm yeah, just... Yeah, he judged my I, list yeah, hard. Yeah, that's Chad, what we do, though. Chad's, I'm judgmental. Chad's like, mm. I'm right. Yeah. Y'all are wrong. Dot, yeah. period. All right, I, what, what's, I think what, I literally what's, said... What is the perfect list? Yeah, the, Chad, the answer, show us. So the answer, Jackie Brown, is number nine. But I don't necessarily think that... The, I disagree uh, that with that. I, I, would, I would say that you're right to disagree with that. I'm just going to tell you that that's, that's a valid point. I'm putting it there. Jackie uh, Brown is better than Reservoir Dogs. Jackie Brown is no, is mm. better than Reservoir Dogs. Mm. No, nah, no. You can't even say you haven't no. watched the whole thing. I've watched the first half of Jackie <laughs> Brown, and I've seen <laughs> Reservoir Dogs probably close to twenty five times. Okay, all right. Um, okay, so uh, Jackie Brown, uh, Grant, uh, Death Proof, at number eight, and number seven, I have the Hateful Eight. So we're not too far off on that. I think the Hateful Eight. I really like. The yeah, book I mean, all. so we we all put Hateful Eight and Death Proof at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's in yeah. reality. You gave us so much crap over Hateful Eight, and it's still at the bottom of yours too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so X Day, the judgment on my list. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 oh, no. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, your your judge. What was it that I judged you on? It was it was Django. I have Django at yeah, seven. No, you don't. Yeah, but that's yeah, simply because that's a flip table comment. Like, no, like oh, no, no. I simply like because above Django. So, so so let me talk about this Jackie Brown versus Reservoir Dogs one more time. I think Jackie Brown is a better story than Reservoir Dogs. Like I truly think, I think the overall story of of Jackie Brown, I think, is better than Reservoir Dogs. I just think it is. It's more of an in depth. It's a fun story. You're actually. I, I just I, I just can't just find where I'm at. Because I, I, the thing is, like, if it was talking about like interaction, like I I just can't figure out a way that it is better <laughs> in any way. Like I like the acting uh, isn't the. Story, I don't think it is either. I like, think the story is significantly. The, the, the way depends that they, on your taste. In the movies. way that they start out the movie in Reservoir Dogs. Oh, where, oh, this is the point where you try to convince me that I'm. No, I'm just saying like like the storyline <laughs> of that, and then everything like they don't know what the story is, but they're just figuring out piece by piece. Oh, yeah. Tarantino Classic style. Tarantino. You have no clue. Yeah, so it's just coming in one at a time and like hot again. Like, Jackie I like, Brown. I like him. Anybody could have directed Jackie Brown. Oh come on! Anybody no. could have directed no, Jackie no, Brown. That, that's a flip table comment right there. Anybody, Come what, on now. Where what was the what was the scene where they really had a great conversation? Name name a quote from it that where they had that that great conversation like they do. Oh, Jackie Brown and Robert De Niro had an entirely great conversation in their in yeah, their apartment. Yeah. So you're right. You can't talk. You can't mention anything. Th- yeah, I can't say that because I'd have to that's censor prob- like the entire quote, thing. That's so. the problem with quoting Tarantino movies. It's like yeah, oh, yeah. You I did a whole I did a whole trivia cut category about this. It's like well, I can't hardly use warning it. explicit content. Hardly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'll say it's it's uh all right so so give us all your right. next three yeah all right. six so, five four six five four six five four six five four we got Kill Bill volumes one and two all right I'm okay. there I would put two yeah. over one but it doesn't really matter yep uh five uh I have Reservoir Dogs uh and four Glorious Bastards 
Okay. That's a really tough one to put there. Like yeah. I know that I know yeah. that it's it's, it's still in the, in the top four, but putting <laughs> Glorious Bastards at four is really hard for me because that's a mm, great movie, that's a phenomenal man. Film. That is. I think that once you from four Ooh. four to one, it is almost impossible to go, like, you know, that's just they're interchangeable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, they, I, they're, I, I mean, they are a hair difference there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what did to I, live off the difference? I went. It's a quote from John Wayne. What's hateful, the, I did hatefully. Real Bra- Real, no, no, Rio Bravo, where he's like a, where it's a D. Uh, uh, I would not want to say Dean Kane, but it's uh, the singer. Uh, he's like, uh, he's asking, he's always, chances he as good as I used to be? Oh, I'd hate to so live Dean off Martin, is it? Give me, give me a pen over there. Couldn't imagine seeing Dean Martin in a John Wayne film. It is. Yeah, Dean Martin. That's what I thought. So I couldn't remember. Yeah. So I did Hateful. Real right? Bravo is my favorite uh, John Wayne movie. Like, it's fantastic. Have you seen that one? Uh, probably bits and pieces. One that dad turned on in the background. You just like uh, Pulp it. Fiction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I did Hateful Eight, Death Proof, and Reservoir Dogs. Was my was my nine eight seven? Yep. Six is going to be Kill Bill. Okay, I think that was what mine. Six was right. Yep. Six is Kill Bill. Pitter patter. Five and Take your time. four. Wow. Okay. Mm. Zim, what's your six? Yeah. My so, number six. So hold on. No, no. Hold on. Right, right, five. Right. Five is Jackie Brown. Okay. Four is Pulp Fiction. Really? <laughs> hmm. Okay. I I I am thoroughly happy with that. So. Pulp Fiction is a top ten movie of all time. All time. It's okay. It's 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 again. So you gonna put? It's okay. So you gonna put like? So so a I I'm not going on on IMDb ratings whether it's no no I'm not either I'm going off, of, off of like I'm talking human about, seeing the movie I'm talking about if I'm going to sit down and watch a movie Pulp Fiction will be behind the next three the Clint Schaffer scale not yeah. the not the general it's just, public it's scale just, it's just who it's just Pulp, me Pulp Fiction is one of those movies oh. that I always say if it's on I'm turning it on it, well yeah if I see I'm scrolling through it's like it's been on for twenty minutes. I'm turning it on. I can pick it's been it up. on for an hour and a half. I'm turning it on. That's not saying just I hopefully, won't. Hopefully it's just saying see. it's just saying that the other Zed's the, dead, baby. The Zed's other dead. the other three to me are more my style of films that I enjoy significantly more. And that's not taking anything away from Pulp Fiction. It's just Inglorious Bastards is one of my favorite all time movies. But what, what did you have it at? At, at, at four. 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 Okay. Yeah, I mean, right. I got Once you're Upon right, a Time right, in Hollywood, right. Django right. Unchained, and Inglorious that's, Bastards. That's, that's, I, need chill, I need to chill out. That's where you're getting those interchangeable. That's three of the greatest movies like yeah. made. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah, All right, right, go for it. So I'm going to reiterate. My number seven is Django, which I know Chad wants to flip a table over. I love Django. Fantastic film. I'll turn it on whenever it's on TV. Yeah, Watch it over and over wrong. again. I know. I do, I do yeah. feel like that if there but, was one of our top four to fall off the, the face and people are going to do that, it would be Django because there's a lot of people that just don't like Django for some yeah. reason. Like, yeah, yeah it's pretty explicit. Regard, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the simple reason, let me justify my reason for, for Django okay. being at Let's seven. I got Kill Bill above it. Now, Kill Bill was another one of those films that we always had on in the background when I was a kid. We watched it. You know, that's one of those films that I've seen bits and pieces of and can piece the whole story together <laughs> when over I was and a over kid. again. That was 2003 and 2004, <laughs> yeah. dude. I was, like, graduating yeah. well out of, I understand. Out of high school. I understand. He's like, honestly, I haven't seen all of Django. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen no. bits and pieces of it. We had it on in the, on the TV when we were kids. <laughs> when we were kids. It was on the background. I don't know if I want to do another podcast with you guys. <laughs> No, but it, it has some sentimental value to me because it's something that me and my dad would sit down and watch. You know, I, I enjoyed those films. I really like Kung Fu. Yeah. I really like the sword play that's in yeah. those films. So um, yeah. that's why it ranks above Django for me. Now, I, I, that's my argument upon that. But 
Okay. So the so number five. We have a, a, a Hanzo. Hattori Hanzo. Uh, an Excalibur or a lightsaber? Uh, a lightsaber. Lightsaber, yeah. Okay. Down. Right. Just yeah. checking. Just checking. Yeah. That's, that's a, yeah. It was whoever, whoever answers that not as a lightsaber I, I had, should I had, be stabbed with a lightsaber. I had another, I had another kind of sword up there, but I was, I was going to use Conan's, but nobody's going to say Conan's. So I was going to say, I was going to use it something else. I had something else, and I don't remember what it was, so I threw in a lightsaber. Oh, yeah. Once you went lightsaber, yeah. though, like you yeah. had me on it's the first two. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Substitute any other sword for a lightsaber. I a Corvette, the or the Millennium there Falcon. There can be only one. <laughs> um, so seven is Django. Six is Kill Bill as a whole, and number five would be Reservoir Dogs for me. Number four would be Reservoir four. Dogs. Four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Counting's not a specialty. It's not. <laughs> so your your top three then? My top three. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Great film, number three. Number two, Inglorious Bastards. It's one of those films that I can watch whenever. Yep. Love that movie. And then number one, obviously, Pulp Fiction. The reason I, I freaked out on you, because I feel like the consensus, number one, should be Pulp Fiction. I'm not yeah. saying it is, but it should be. I have never went to the consensus, Chad. So I know, I'm not saying I, you I'm, I'm, going, saying like, I'm going with truly, again, what I enjoy watching. Yeah. You yes. think and of Tarantino, I, though? You think of Pulp Fiction. Yes. That's the first movie oh, that no, comes no. to mind. No, no, So, So Pulp Fiction is probably Tarantino's greatest film that he'll ever, ever make. Like, I get that. Arguably. I get that that is like the epitome mm. of Tarantino. But for me, again, I would rather watch, like, Inglorious Bastards is my favorite. Inglorious Bastards is number one for me. Yeah. Like, that's, a, that's an easy number one. Django Unchained would be number two. And Once Upon a, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would be number three. Yeah. Like, that's my... That's and, then, and then Pulp Fiction's after that. Those are... All of these are they're amazing all, all, movies. And I said, like, I put Inglorious Bastards number four, and it's it's tough to do that because yeah. it's like it's such a it's a beautiful movie, and it's like how I'm do also you... like a World War II guy though. Yeah. I love World War yeah. II everything, you know. Yeah. So it's like Inglorious Bastards kind of hits home with me. Yeah. So so my mine would be uh, uh, my three would be Django, uh, two would be Pulp Fiction, and number one is Amer uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So I can't believe you didn't put Pulp Fiction number one. You mm. absolutely that's just a yeah. that's an yeah, atrocity. You, I know, right? But but. <laughs> You also know how much I love. Like that movie is the best movie that's come out. Once upon and, a time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, and just I mean, absolutely. you, you rank that as a like it is a it, perfect movie. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great you, movie. You put you put Spider Man No Way Home, <laughs> and you put like touching it is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I might put and then Once it's upon like a time Hollywood over over Spider Man. Like they're, they're you very, didn't say that t two wow. episodes ago. I, I did. Wow. I did. Absolutely, I did. I said they're perfect movies. Oh yeah. I would. Okay. Put, I would put All Pulp right. Fiction as a perfect movie too. Like the yeah. thing is, like if I have, if I had to say my top seven movies, Pulp Fiction, uh, and Spider Man, and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would all be in there, along with Fight Club and. Ooh, you are a Fight Club. Guy. I love Fight Club. Fight Club's a great I movie. Love, like, I, it's one of those like yeah. I could watch that movie so many times. I think yeah, a great movie. Just not not. You in laughed anything. me the last time I said this. I know it, we caught, it caught me off guard because I had no clue that you ranked it that high. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Like, kinda, like yeah. It's, I think it's a perfect movie. I think it's it's it, like the 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 little things that happen in that movie are just incredible. Like, I, you I, again, I think I think uh, you, movie you, cinematography storyline like all that kind of stuff like I can see why you would say that it, not a Clint movie like really? I, yeah. I enjoy it I've watched it multiple times I like Fight Club it's just not something that I would put in my top here's list. a hot take on that one here's this will be the first time that you'll hear anybody say that the movie is about five times better than the book oh wow yeah. really my, wow. My, my for wife, Fight Club yeah my wife would disagree she she read it uh, Chuck Polnick Polnick or whatever 
Like I, I read well, it and I'm like, I just don't really care for the book. Well, the only reason why you say that is because you have like the largest man crush on Brad Pitt that I've ever known. <laughs> I so do, I mean, I that's it. Uh, that might be it. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe the book didn't have Brad Pitt. And that's the whole yeah. problem. There you go. If Brad Pitt was Harry Potter, the movies are better than the books. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> Brad Pitt as Harry Potter? It's oh. just mind. That's mind boggling. Yeah, that's disturbing. <laughs> Pretty no. handsome for a wizard, aren't you? you? you, you talk, <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> You, you talk about books and movies, and I heard that Tarantino actually made or wrote, excuse me, a book, um, a novelization of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I heard he elaborates on a lot of the scenes and a lot of the, like missing pieces. I on like, that. and I heard that it's fantastic. And I'm thinking about picking it up myself to, I, to get I it. Could a read. Because like, the, I'm I'm betting you there's like an eight hour version of that movie out some yeah. out there somewhere. Oh. and I'm here for it, man. Yeah. If, there's, if there's an eight hour version, I will watch. You're that. gonna find so, it in that novel. So yeah. the interesting part, you know, like I, I think this goes back to. Reservoir Dogs, delicious. Oh, it's so Reservoir good. Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, those three, uh, and Death Proof. I'm going to put Death Proof in there. Those four are Tarantino films. Those four are films that Tarantino has pulled out of Tarantino's head to go write. Right? Sure. And he just created this, the worlds. He created the storyline, everything else. The interesting part to me is every other movie, Kill Bill. It's based off of Kung Fu, right? It is a Kung Fu story that, that, that was inspired by Kung Fu. Like, that's what he wanted to, like, that's what he wanted to pull David from. David Carradine was even in it. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You have Inglorious Bastards. You got to write a war movie, right? So here's this World War II movie that we can do. Uh, Django and Hateful both playing off of his love for, for, for Westerns. And spaghetti right? Westerns. Yeah, yeah, spaghetti exactly. Westerns. Toy ties into. Playing off of that. And I'm sorry, actually, Once Upon a Time should be wrapped into a, yeah. a Tarantino film as Which, well. Like, that movie, that whole movie is just a, is a, is a love letter to movies. Mm, I yeah, just, but it's, it's just funny because a lot of those other movies aren't necessarily, it's, it's, I mean, they're they're diehard Tarantino films. I'm not saying that, but it's like they have so much inspiration from other movies, and you can feel that. Yeah, you know. And there's something to me that I think that that may be why I get kind of drawn to them because there is an aspect, like I said, in Glorious Bastards, you throw out like a World War II movie, and like that that's hitting me. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Or if you're a big country western guy, yeah, you, you know. You you watch well, Hateful Eight or you, you say watch, that, and, I, and I, I consider myself a big country western guy, and I don't think Hateful Eight's you know going to be that high for me. Yeah, Django you know could be that mm-hmm. way. I think it's just I think it's just the way. I mean, some some of these movies are just better than the others. Like there's yeah. dollars to it. Yeah, I mean, but I think that's at the root of what Tarantino is, though, because I think he was quoted saying one time like, "True artists don't you know do homages; they they steal from other artists." Oh yeah, yeah, and, he did yeah. say that. Yeah, and I think them. I think that's like the root of what Tarantino is, right? With all these homages to kung fu movies, to oh. spaghetti westerns, to all the other influences that he gets for his films. So, I mean, it's it, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna rank him one more time. Why? Because <laughs> making movies is fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that actually concludes this this awesome Tarantino uh, conversation. Matt, sorry we couldn't break to uh, to, to, to to refill, but that's uh, all right. But but thank you for you know Get for taking next time. Next time, next time bigger cup. Yeah, bigger, <laughs> bigger cup. Yeah. I think so. What's the next topic you want to be on? On in on. Um, that's a great question, Chad. You know, if we'll you had, if you had to say there was another genre that you're like, man, I'd really like to be a part of that one, <sighs> or a movie that's coming out. Hmm. Uncharted. I think Uncharted would probably be one that I would want to be a part of. I played all of the video Ooh. games. Okay. Yeah, because um, we did. We, we, well, the thing is, if we did that one, I wanted to do uh, uh, 
video game movies and that sort of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's, I say if we wanted to do a podcast about Uncharted, I'll uh, let's stop this, and in about two minutes we'll have that wrapped up. So <laughs> I went to the theaters and watched it. So. Oh, you've already seen it. Yeah. I've seen it actually tomorrow. It's a solid six point two out of a ten. Ooh. Yeah, I've heard. Okay. Yeah. And the I'm video games big, were excellent. I'm a big Mark Wahlberg fan, uh, and I'm a big Tom, Tom Holland, Holland fan, fan. Yeah. and I'm not a very big Uncharted <laughs> fan. I tell you, Tom Holland can't play <laughs> Nathan Drake like the, Nathan Drake can. The way Zim just looked at Clint to say, big Tom Holland fan, <laughs> uh, was a little off-putting. <laughs> Take it down a notch. Take it down a notch. I'm it, brought back. The, my, my thing is, it's, it's everything that Nash, it, like it wants to be national treasure when it grows up. Like that's what it wants to be. Yeah. Okay, but it's it doesn't have Nick Cage. That's a that's a problem. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. You need Nick Cage. Honestly, like even like everything about it is less than National Treasure. Okay. Well, good. You set my standards for the film that's that my I'm going to go see tomorrow. Let's get Nick Cage next time. Yeah, forget, we forget Tarantino next. Yeah, Nick Cage. yeah. yeah there we go. I'll be a part of the Nick Cage conversation. Hey, God, do you think? Nick, Actually, we should do Nick Cage movies. Do you think? That's Nick, a good idea. I get him as a as a as a character. Do you think a, Nick Cage yes, and Tarantino would be able to be friends? No, no, no. Yeah, maybe they are. I don't know. Like you have two I mean, very eccentric personalities, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I mean, Nick Cage sounds like like he seems like, but but Nick a little Cage, bit crazy, Nick, but yeah, but he's also the kind of guy that like he Tarantino really kind of sounds he crazy. really falls into a role. So like, if Tarantino's telling him to do something, he's like, yeah, well, I'm gonna do that. I'm also gonna do this, and he's like, yes, I, I think they, I think they'd be good to be a fly on the wall in the conversation between Nick Cage and Quentin Tarantino. I think yeah. that'd be crazy. Just ideas no, bouncing that, that, off that, of that, all the that could be interesting. No, oh. pig, no watch sir, pig, yeah, well. Nick Cage. Watch Pig. Like that's yeah. an awesome movie. Watch Pig. That Watch has Pig. Uh, Alex Wolf in it as well. Wow. Uh, I don't know who Alex Wolf is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I invited him to be on the podcast. So Alex, <laughs> if, you, uh, if you're out here listening, Cage, so. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Well, hey, with that, we appreciate you all stopping by. Jump, you know, watching all this. Be sure again to uh, to leave us comments, uh, hit us a like, give us a subscribe, and uh, yeah, just. Thanks for thanks for joining. So, anything else you want to add? Nope, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> nice finish. This is the worst sign yeah, off in with the, the world. With that, put a bow on it. <laughs> yeah, the well, credits with, are rolling. With that, the credits are rolling. Lights are coming on. <laughs> that, that's the end of the show. <laughs> that's the end of the show. Zim, Zim doesn't watch our show on. enough. I do. Hold on. Hold on. We're gonna redo yeah, that, but we're going to leave this in there. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I look like Be- a dummy. No, no. This is your first time. No. Oh. Why are we doing a second take? Because, because making, making movies, movies is fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, the credits are rolling. The lights are coming on. That's the end of the show. Hey. Hey.